Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy in the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about. We talk about faith. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning, Leslie. This is so exciting to see you today. I'm really glad to be here with you and our audience. Oh, that's great. So uh, Ed is on vacation these next couple of episodes. A well-deserved one. A well-deserved one. And I love that it gives us a chance for to two chat weeks. for two weeks, chat to catch up. Um, and I know you have some cool stuff to talk about with us today. We start a new ministry this week. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love this. So um, for those of you that don't know, we do ha- we do have an Instagram account. We do. We do. Actually, stuff is happening over there. We encourage you to follow Do people us. know what Instagram is? Some people don't. Some people don't, but I think I would... You've heard of it. Our least. podcast <laughs> listeners are pretty savvy. So uh, I'm going to say they do. So we're at Round Hill Media. And what are you going to be doing on Instagram? So I'm calling it Thursday Connections. Love it. And it will be a 10-minute Instagram live where I'll go on and for 10 minutes, either do a prayer, have a guided meditation, perhaps, talk about spiritual disciplines, which we're going to talk about today. But Mm -hmm. it's an opportunity at a latter point in the week Mm -hmm. to kind of deepen deepen ourselves and kind of be have a concentrated effort on our spiritual growth. I love that. I love that you're bringing something further into the week. To connect us all. People have been talking about it, and I'm sure you've heard it time and time again, during the time of pandemic, the need to connect. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And while you won't be able to see the audience on this, it is a chance to connect with a staff member. Right. And also to connect with yourself. Yeah. Right? For sure. And so the thing I like about Instagram, kind of like how we do our our YouTube live streams, which we do every Monday at noon. (laughs) <laughs> um, is that you can comment and ask questions. Is there going to be some open time for that, you think? There will be. I mean, because you can chat. You can use the chat feature. Of course, if you're looking at it later, you don't see those comments, right? Um, I think they do come up. You can hide oh, them. Oh, yes, that's right. Right, right, right. If you want, but yeah. It won't be on the screen. You can right. look at the, right. Yeah. So, yes. So people can like it. They can comment. Um, you can invite your friends. Yeah. That's a good thing. We yeah. want to get our viewership up. For sure. But you can always go back and scroll back through the mm-hmm. feed um, and look at ones from before. Absolutely. Same thing applies. Sorry, but, but same thing applies for the live stream, by the way. That's the <laughs> funny thing because a lot of our uh, viewerships for those catch it after the fact. So it's really nice to be able to go back um, and do that. I actually watched as a weekly... <laughs> There's a weekly Instagram live I love called You Got Snacked, <laughs> which is these two women who used to work at Bon Appetit. Uh, they don't them. anymore, but they're one's in New York and one's in L.A. And they send each other with like Whole Foods. They send each other this like bag of ingredients and then they cook. They instruct each other to cook together. And it's this moment of connection on that Instagram. Is so- 2020, 2021. Isn't it too much? It's too much. I know. <laughs> we had sourdough. Now there's Wordle apparently. You know, and, you know, maybe la difference. That's right. Great, right? Those, using technology to create Absolutely. connections. For a little of, fun. Right? Yes. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to have nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> so you do need to go on and into Roundhill Media. Yes. So make right. sure you follow, follow us that. and you'll get a little, if you're on Instagram, you probably already know when you say blankety blank is going live. Right. And like, for instance, yeah. So I get little Instagram 
alerts. Yeah. So make sure you're set. And if so, you're not free at, at 9 a.m., then or whatever time zone you're in. Right. Um, then you can go back later. So 9 a.m. Eastern. Yes. On Thursdays. Yes. I'm so excited. I'll be there. I'm excited <laughs> to you. watch. Thank you for offering that for our community. We're excited. So yes, yeah, so this My applies pleasure. to anyone, anywhere. That's going to be a nice way to start Thursday and really like help give us energy for the rest of the week, I feel like. Indeed. It's going to yeah. be really nice. What did you feel like talking about today? Well, because that... A new Instagram ministry mm. is going to be happening. I thought we might take a deeper dive into thinking about spiritual disciplines, okay. which is not something that Protestant progressive churches necessarily talk about on a regular basis. Right. I think Protestant churches um, can learn a lot from Roman Catholicism in terms of some of the traditions that are practiced. Okay. So... Um, some people may know from this congregation, I used to go on silent retreats at a Jesuit retreat center mm -hmm. for like 15 years. I'd go anywhere from three days to seven days in silence. Yeah. And um, we would do a bunch of different things, but I grew so much during that time and I'd go several times a year. Wow. So um, I thought we'd talk about spiritual disciplines today, the inner ones. And then maybe next week we'll talk about outer spiritual disciplines that we can join together in as, as a community. I love that. So spiritual disciplines, this might have something to do with my own childhood where I was, the word discipline was uh, used it, as a, you need to, you need to, to get self-discipline, self-discipline. And right. that always it has sounded, kind of a pejorative feel, doesn't it? Not a nice word. In my, no. I get a not pleasant physical reaction when I hear it's that word. It's more like you're being, you're submitting to your parents kind of thing. But mm -hmm. this is really a, an act of, um, self uh, taking on something. Mm -hmm. And I like, I, I went back to a book that I had back in my twenties called Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. I'm going to try to get it in the camera. There we go. You got it. Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. Nice. The path to spiritual growth. And a couple of things that I picked out in here, a couple of comments were exploring and if we expect to grow, we must take up a consciously chosen course of action involving both individual and group life. We must always remember that the path does not produce the change. It only puts us in the place where change can occur. This is the way of disciplines grace. Mm. So the spiritual disciplines that he lists, okay. I'll just go over them very quickly. Please do. For the inner one. Prayer, meditation. Fasting, mm -hmm. study, and that can be of scripture or other religious works, spiritual works. And then I added appreciation and gratitude as a regular practice. Sure. And self-compassion, mm. which are not normally thought of in those ways. So I thought it really requires our consent and intention for God to do the work through us. Yeah. So by taking time apart mm -hmm. to just do a little bit of something, mm -hmm. you open yourself up to God's movement within. Mm -hmm. So for instance, with meditation, people think, oh my gosh, I can't do it. What am I going to, you know, and particularly just finding a time for quiet. Sure. Just stopping and breathing. I mean, certainly people have gotten into meditation through yoga mm -hmm. or various Eastern um, methods. But what was interesting with Foster's book is that he talked about 
Christian meditation is not about just clearing the mind. It's clearing the mind so that God can fill you up. Okay. So by quieting ourselves mm -hmm. and either going with maybe an image, because meditation uses the imagination a lot. Some mm -hmm. people think or are, are more prone to images or to words or just kind of just silence. I sure. mean, it just depends on your personality. Yeah. And just letting it be. Um, then we can be filled with more of our God connection. So again, what he says, human beings seem to have a perpetual tendency to have somebody else talk to God for them. If you think of the, about the people at Mount Sinai, the children of Israel, mm -hmm. they wanted Moses to go up and do that. Right. This opens ourselves up to greater access mm -hmm. to our own connection with God. And what would that look like? Right. What, you know, if you're, if you're not accustomed to that, it's, it's exercising a muscle. Sure. One of the ways that I have done that, that um, I've learned through different techniques, is even just stopping and using like God, just mm -hmm. even doing a mantra of God or ah, which is an opener, mm -hmm. or om, mm -hmm. which we hear about from Buddhist traditions. Sure. Right? Just ah. Ah, that that is, a, it opens your heart and it allows for something to happen. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah. it'll be different for different people. I love that. For me, I, surprising to no one, that I need, I need an anchor. Yeah. I need a hook or an anchor to just give my mind something kind of to focus on, to do. Um, I've been doing just um, some calm breathing exercises, trying to get regularly into that where all you do is you breathe in for a slow four and you breathe out for a slow eight. And all your mind has to do is count to four and to eight, which as a musician, I can do that. <laughs> um, but it's that that little something where that's all I'm thinking about. That's all I'm focusing on. And you do that like three times in a row. And, and what already, does that do to your body? What have you noticed? Oh, I feel so bad. So much better. I feel so much better. Sometimes I find myself um, inadvertently just needing to sigh it out. Like, because the, uh, the whole idea of that breathing is it's a slow release mm. and a slow exhale. But sometimes I just have to go <sighs> before I can start. Yes. <laughs> Which also tells me sort of my current state that yes. I really do need to breathe. But it really helps because that oxytocin flowing, it just calms it is, everything. There is a mind body spirit connection. Where the man, the mind leads and the body follows. There you go. For sure. For sure. And, you know, some people do need that, you know, some kind of wording. So mm -hmm. you could even take a line from the Psalms yeah, and just read it over and over. That's what the spiritual director at the monastery used to do, used to yeah. tell me about. Um, just giving me a passage mm -hmm. and telling me to meditate on that for 24 hours in, in three different periods of prayer. And so I would go and I would just focus on three words. Mm -hmm. God says, I love you. You are mine. And so mm -hmm. what does that mean? You are mine. You are mine. I mean, just mm -hmm. letting that deepen and find, finding a deeper place within us. Sure. And sometimes it'll just drop. Yeah. And sort of letting, you know, the, the in, I mean, I feel like has there ever been a time, at least in our lifetimes, where the world has felt a little bit crazy um, and that things are some very difficult. And so having a time where we can just focus inward and control what we can't control and, and quiet the mind from the noise well, is such a beautiful thing. As you said, you know, in that time of turmoil, sometimes people are even so lonely that 
that time alone is not safe. So time, quiet right. time. So being able to focus on something, a positive mantra yeah, from scripture or mm-hmm. something, you know, another wording from a spiritual uh, writer mm-hmm. can be, can show solace inside versus mm-hmm. that it's too difficult because the feelings are there. Right. I've been hearing lots of, of talk recently about sort of like morning routines or I'll even flip that because I feel like sometimes morning routines are like overly deified. That some It can be an evening routine too, guys. <laughs> Night owls are very welcome <laughs> to have routines as well. All different, right? Bringing our friends in. It's okay. It's quiet time. Yes. Right? Quiet time you set aside for you for, you know, using these options. Yeah. And that brings in the, the, the way, one of the reasons why I'm doing this Instagram live uh-huh. is because... Um, some of you know that I'm training to be a teacher with the Hoffman Institute out in California. And so as one of the teacher trainees, I'm doing Instagram lives and you can follow them too, Hoffman Institute, uh, on Instagram. Um, we do a daily practice Mm -hmm. of in the morning of checking in with, they call it a quadrinity check. So you're, you're checking in with your emotional self, your intellectual self, your body Mm -hmm. and your spiritual self. That's kind of our unprogrammed authentic selves Mm. and then giving voice to each of those to get centered for the day and at the end of the day we do a 10 minute focus on appreciation for something you appreciate about yourself and then gratitude what you're grateful for outside of yourself yeah so those practices have gotten me in the rhythm of doing those and what I'm seeing is that there's a different sense of openness and, you know, whenever you exercise a muscle, it gets easier and easier. Right. So then I'm focused more than on appreciating something about myself during the day. Right. Or just taking the time to concentrate on that at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That, that we're, you know, the things we, we repeat become easier. I think that's a nice element to this idea of idea of spiritual disciplines especially because i think i think my initial reaction to that phrase to go back to that for a little bit is i think the idea somehow the idea of a discipline feels like you need you're suppressing something to me i have this which i realize isn't pretty logical but it's <laughs> but it's just you know i think i think when it came to discipline of like oh you're suppressing an energy or you're suppressing something you want to do instead of to do something else yes and i think what you're bringing to the table today is about freeing, is about um, openness to, you know, to the positivity and to the, the opportunities for, for calm and quiet and joy and peace. Indeed. And you think about anybody, you know, you're a musician, you have a craft, you have to practice, you have to be disciplined in your practice. Right. Athletes are the same way, right? Mm -hmm. So, Maybe we can shift the meaning of the word discipline to be like concentrated energy practice Mm -hmm. um, so that it doesn't take on the negative stuff. Because I had a lot of discipline growing up. (laughs) So, but, you know, it's, um, it's important to spend time to grow spiritually. Right. And we can't just expect, or I can't, I'll say for myself, I can't just expect to be fed once on Sunday morning by someone else telling me through a sermon or through leading prayers. I need to take initiative myself to see what's going on in me on a daily basis and see how that fits into the framework of my relationship with God. Yeah. And I think that's also part of why we've been here at Roundhill called to create 
our, our digital ministries is because we realize that, you know, 45 minutes, an hour on a Sunday morning is maybe not all we can be doing to love each other and to be connected with our community. You know, these, these, the Monday live stream, the Tuesday podcast, our Wednesday e-blast, our Thursday connection, just little opportunities to know that you're not alone, Mm -hmm. that we're thinking about you, that we love you and that there's always something in there to connect us to each other um, and to God. And we'll be better able to connect with each other if we're connected in with ourselves. Right. 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 Then we can actually enter into that relationship with another person, Mm -hmm. not needing them in a certain way, but being able to contribute to the relationship. Right. 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 I loved what Foster said was um, in terms of prayer. Prayer is the central avenue God uses to transform us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, prayer is, is such a big topic. Um, And so many people have different ideas of what that is, whether it's the Lord's Prayer, other um, stated prayers. But prayer can just simply be talking to God, right? Whatever is on your heart. And sometimes I've heard it kind of broken down into the um, acronym uh, ACTS, which is Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. So you start in with just being grateful for mm-hmm. God. And then when we come into in contact with God, oftentimes we see where we where we've fallen short. So sure. we confess and we say, you know, I really messed this up mm-hmm. or I'm I didn't do my best here. Then thanksgiving mm-hmm. for all that God has done. And then supplication, right? Sometimes we just come right into the <laughs> I need this and this and this and this. Right, and, right, right. But that puts it then into a different context. The other one, too, you and I kind of talked about before is fasting. And fasting kind of is known more in maybe dietary circles or some others. I mean, you you said that you know some folks that fast on regular I do. I do. And we did it also. um, We did it also in youth group one time. What was that like? It was, well, it was like, it was so so quintessential megachurch in the South. So we had like a lock-in. And we like fasted in our lock-in. So we were like playing hangry dodgeball, basically. <laughs> Hungry, angry, angry, lonely, tired. Yeah, basically. So uh, it was it was an interesting experience. I don't I don't know what I got from it other than I was okay at the end and wasn't that hungry. It was like a hungry and then you're not so hungry. And that's kind of my memory of it. And I'm not sure what the point was. I'm going to be fully honest. About well, good. It. So that's important. It yeah. needs to be put into context. So right. sometimes, you know, people fast in different ways, whether or not they are abstaining from certain kinds of foods or abstaining from all food except for water, because we still need our we still need water. Sure. Um, there were some periods early on in my twenties when I was involved with a more evangelical church, mm-hmm. and I would fast for three days at a time. Hi, yeah, 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 and. Yeah. What it would do would be it would put me in a different plane of spirituality in terms of just seeing things on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't fasted for three days in a long time, but I have fasted for 24 hours. And I will say that there are certain things that have come up for me that then I've been able to take to prayer and say, hmm, this is this is an interesting thing. A part of me that I just in being busy and stuffing myself wouldn't have come up. So it's, is it 
so yeah, I'm interested in it the why. It sharpens your there. spiritual. It, well, it's a it's a kind of depriving oneself of mm -hmm. certain things so that you can see and understand on a deeper level. Okay. So it's 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 removing a focus. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So we do sort of yeah. Focus be interested to hear if any of our viewers have yeah. ever fasted and what it's done for them. I mean, and certainly, like you know that if you go in for blood work or for a, a, a test or surgery or something, you have to fast for a certain amount of time, and you think, right. oh my, you know, you think about how important food is, right? Right. If you remove it, right, then it's like that's what your obsession is. It right. allows you to kind of open up and. Uh, yeah. See what's there. So interesting. Yeah, yeah I'd love to hear if another our, if, awareness tool. Yeah, if our if our community has has had much had much experience. I know. Obviously, with that. you and I need to do more of that or whatever <laughs> in terms of you know if I'm going to talk about it. The study piece I thought was interesting too. Um, whether it's studying doing a Bible study, mm -hmm. right? That's traditional in, in ours. There are different studies that's like a three where you go through the whole Bible and in a year, you know, and, and look at different parts because they're all different kinds of literature in the Bible. Uh -huh. um, and so there are programs that you can get on, actually even online. I think 365 is one of them that you can be a part of in that community. Yeah. Um, Lectio Divina is an interesting way in this kind of realm, which yeah. is a, it comes from the Desert Fathers and Mothers, but it's an idea of reading a like a paragraph of scripture can mm -hmm. be from anywhere mm -hmm. uh, in the scriptures. And then you read it through and, so, and doing this in a group is good too. Mm -hmm. You see what words or words stand out to you after the first reading. And you talk about that. And then you read it through again and you see, did something else come up? It's just a way for the spirit to kind of reveal something that God wants to say. Mm-hmm. But it's not being taught from outside yourself. It's listening to your inner self. Okay. Again, connecting with your deep inner spiritual self. Yeah. And how God, to God's spirit. I find when we pay closer attention to our reactions to things, what we learn. I've been trying to do that more recently. Say so more. Seeing what, you know, if something comes up and I sort of go, or I kind of lean in emotionally or with my reactions that that teaches me something about myself rather than you know if I react negatively to something just kind of like hiding it away mm -hmm. and but being like okay so why did I react you know why did I not you know what was it about that or what what was I drawn to right so I love this idea of of reading something and saying what in that was I really drawn to and I think that's really interesting you know what I love about that is the word curiosity you're being curious about yourself. Yeah. And it's also when we're dealing with other people too, just being able to be curious about, hmm, if we can take a beat mm -hmm. and not be reactive, <laughs> but take a beat and go, that's interesting that that person responded that way to me. Right, right. Um, that allows us to kind of hmm, give more space, mm -hmm. right? But that, again, takes concentration and time and discipline to kind of say, right. hmm. Do I have the emotional space inside of me to be curious? Yeah. And do I have the emotional space inside of me to 
be curious about the other person. Well, I feel like that ties so much into what we've been talking about with self-compassion, like this whole past year. It's so true. You know, it all kind of, I feel like all roads lead to self-compassion. And that's, a, or that's one of the ones I, self-compassion. Yes, I added that in here to this list. Foster didn't have that. But I think we are, I, again, I'll, I'll harp on it again, that self-compassion is severely underrated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we need so much of that. Yeah. Um, and in traditional religious practice, self-compassion isn't talked about a lot. It kind of is, it feels like self-indulgent or whatever. Sure. But really, the, going back to the scripture, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? Right. And if you don't love yourself, how and are what you does that mean? Neighbor? It means it means forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. It means recognizing that you're one among many and that everybody has difficult times that, that you may be in a difficult time, yeah. that that's part of life and suffering yeah. and just loving yourself through it. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think that's huge. And it, it I keep noticing it coming up over and over again in in our podcast conversations over the past year, in our just everyday conversations here in the staff. And I think that's really been very interesting and very illuminating that that sort of seems to kind of be what we all need a little bit more of. This has been a time kind of a zooming in mm -hmm. of, of examining everything. Mm -hmm. And if we, it, it's an opportunity for us to look deeper. Mm -hmm. And for some of us, you know, at certain, even at certain periods of time, yeah, I have wanted to look away and I've done things to you know, to distract myself or, you know, things that I'm not particularly, uh, you know, actions that I shouldn't be doing, you know, sure. to distract myself. Sure. And then I can come back and go, oh, this is a time of suffering. Everyone suffers. Yeah. And I love myself in the middle of it. Yeah. I can, I can totally understand. I'm trying really hard and failing consistently at not being on my phone all the time. <laughs> How's that going? Not well. <laughs> But I'm trying. I'm a little bit every day. I'm trying to keep my hand. I think it's a hand busy thing too. You know, we were <laughs> Shannon and I were talking before we started filming. I was like, I'm a fidgeter. It turns out. Um, <laughs> but I think you know, I just I'm one of those people. I need my hands to be doing something. The good news is it's winter, so I'm now knitting a throw a throw blanket. <laughs> That's my alternative. <laughs> I need something for my hands to do. But that I find that being very helpful. You know, I saw a, a post on Instagram today that said. Um, oh, what was the head heading? It was basically like tips for productivity, and and it was you one. Don't need that. And yeah, well, and <laughs> l l l the one through ten was turn off your phone, and I was on my phone going, "Oh, like a jerk." <laughs> and you know, it's easier for people. I mean, I'm a bit older than you are. For people that didn't grow up with phones, yes, to be able to put them aside for yes. for these the, the current generations of younger people no. who grew up texting and calling yeah. and it is so so ingrained yeah in people to as a go-to yeah but this is where some of these disciplines can be helpful because it's yeah. quieting the brain i find myself if i've been working a lot the ability just to quiet my brain mm -hmm. is so hard yeah and so i will sometimes go to a crossword puzzle and just to yeah. kind of keep it going until I can kind of wean myself down and just be quiet. Getting outside, of course, is a wonderful way to do that. Absolutely. Or exercising. Yeah. Kind of brings that into a different realm. But um, yeah, I get you. It's, it's hard. And sometimes we keep our minds busy so that we don't feel. Sure. 
Right. Been there. It's easier to been up here than down here. Yeah. I, f- I found that in myself, especially like early pandemic, uh, where the whole world turned upside down and I, I really struggled with that. Um, I was definitely just using social media and everything as just an escape. But I think it goes back to that idea of listening to yourself because I realized not with Instagram, but I, definitely with Facebook, I would get on there and then feel worse than when I first started yeah. deleting Instagram, uh, no, excuse me, deleting Facebook off my phone. I don't think of that was the best thing I've ever done. I did it about we compare, a compare. We, you know, or you read sad just, things or you get riled up about political stuff or whatever. All the things. Yeah. And the nice thing, the thing I prefer about Instagram is that I can, I've curated my feed to such a degree that it's like, you have so to, you, that's a discipline. You, yeah. Like I, I went through, I've gone through it every time. Basically anytime I've seen something on there that makes me feel bad about myself, it's not that there's something bad, like I can handle bad things, but it's just like, if I find myself comparing or just, it doesn't align with, with my values, basically I mute it or I unfollow and I'm just like, bye. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do the thing, by the way, where you announce unfollowing somebody. <laughs> Just a little Instagram a etiquette moment. In yeah, we'll get to talk about that later. Um, but I think, you know, creating – I feel like technology, speaking as a solid millennial, mm-hmm. technology is a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It can give us moments of amazing connection like you're creating for us on Thursday. And I'm so excited for that. And it can be – I use it to read. I have my I have the Kindle app on there and means I can read at night – when the lights are off instead of having, you know, I love a good, I love a good book, actual book, but it's just really nice to be able to just have it and just, you know, tap, 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 tap your way through a book when you're, you're relaxing the I'm evening. I'm laughing because as a boomer. Yeah. Hey, boomer. <laughs> Hi. As a boomer, I would yeah. not be able to read on my phone because. <laughs> you can make the text bigger. <laughs> you can make the text bigger. I like that at night, the background of the page yeah, you can make they the, tell you that affects your sleeping. But you can make the background black and the text white, and I okay, turn all the, the brightness watching. all the way down. <laughs> you got me, right? <laughs> I hear you. I do hear you. I do hear you. What I, I want to say, though, about these things. Yes, I, I took us way us off. Back, I took us way off. Is that, Shocking. Is that we are in relationship with a God who constantly wants to connect with us. And that is overwhelming in itself sometimes. It's yeah. like, what does that even mean? And what would I what would I hear and what would I know? Yeah. But the reality is you can trust yourself. Mm. You can trust God mm-hmm. to hold you mm-hmm. and to let that be and just to be still and know that I'm God, right? Yeah. That that can come and it can really bring us down to a deeper interaction with other people Mm -hmm. with nature around us and with god absolutely shannon thank you so much for joining us today on roundhill radio i so appreciate it roundhill radio is brought to you by the friends and members of roundhill community church for more information please visit roundhillcommunitychurch.org